Welcome to another episode of Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. This is me, entirely unplugged, transparent, raw, and ready to share the experiences and the learnings in my life that will bring you value to help you manifest the life that you truly desire and that you fucking well truly deserve. I'm here to share it all so that I can help you live your best life. We all know life is precious, so let's make the most of the one that we have. So enjoy this episode. Please share it with someone that you love, and I will see you on the flip side. Big loves from me. Hey, this is just a quick message before we jump into the episode. I really want to share with you my new program. It is called Manifest on Fire and it is definitely on fire. It is a three-month container where you will walk through the process to learn the art of manifestation based on your emotions and your values. It is chock-a-block full of value, of content, of knowledge and it will just set you up for whatever it is you would like to create in your life because that's what the life creation co is all about to help you create the life that you truly truly deserve and that you truly truly want so please consider jumping into manifest on fire all the details are in the show notes and i will see you at the end of the episode Hello my love, I just wanted to give you a quick heads up that during this episode I speak about mental illness and suicide. So if you're feeling a bit vulnerable today you might want to give this episode a miss. But if you're looking for something that might help you to bring your emotions back to a good feeling place, then keep listening. Lots of love. Hello again, it's so nice to be here with you to share some stuff that's been going on and some insights that I've had on Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. And I want to talk today about a subject that has some underlying tragedy, trauma, misunderstanding, stigma. So what I want to talk today about is living and experiencing and relating to others through a lens of love. It's something I talk a lot about with my clients. In fact, I have a prop. It's a Perspex screen, thank you to COVID, that I use in my immersion days to show what lens we are experiencing life through. Because the way we experience life is through projection. Whatever we feel about ourselves or something around us, we project out onto our life, onto people and experiences and events. And there seems to be a lot of interaction with life through the lens of hate and bigotry and shame and judgment at the moment. And I know that our world would be such a more peaceful and calmer and loving place if we were to understand this concept, understand that The only way we can treat someone else with disrespect or shame is if we actually feel disrespectful or shameful for ourselves. We're our own point of reference. We're our only frame of reference. So it's impossible to treat someone else with absolute unconditional love if we're coming from a place of not having that in ourselves. So what prompted me to talk about this today? Well, 
it is a thread that carries me through life and you know especially since I have been able to clarify what my faith is over the last few months and that I know that I try to live every day through the lens of love and love is God so through the lens of God and I'm not talking anything about religion here. I have no allegiance to any religion. This is about my connection directly with God. And I think religion does, for the most part, add a middleman between us and God. And I don't think that is always the best way to go. And I, especially having been brought up in a religion for 17 years, did not feel a connection with God through that whole time. And now I feel a great connection. So without the religion, so I wake up every day with the intention and the purpose to live with this lens of love, to experience and interact in life through this lens. There are some things going on in my world that are really challenging at the moment, but I endeavour to approach them with love. And that helps me. That takes the stress off. I feel like there's such a gentle, soft place of being held when you have faith in something bigger than you now for everyone that is different for me it's God but what prompted me to talk about this subject today this subject of living through the lens of love is because there has been so much more interaction with me with mental illness with people who are so struggling in their own lives that instead of reaching out for for help or going within or whatever they can do to help themselves in that experience of mental illness, they opt instead to end their life. Suicide is on the increase. Mental illness is on the increase. Now, I just want to preface this by saying I am not a mental health coach. I'm not a mental health therapist. I am not qualified in mental health, but I am a voice for people who are experiencing mental health because I could have if it had been circumstantial if mental health was caused by external circumstances I could have easily been diagnosed with severe depression because you know the circumstances in my life would very much lend to that what happened recently is that I came across a YouTube channel for this guy Australian guy and his dog who have converted a camper van, converted a van to a camper, which is something that has been on my bucket list for ages. And it's something that I have been itching to get my hands on. And so I've been looking at things on YouTube and I came across this account, this Australian guy called Max, seemed like an awesome guy. And then it came to light that he was in a partnership and he, they had been, had their own YouTube channel and it was very, very popular. And her name was Lee and they broke up they broke up at the end of 2019 and so I'm following along the story and then I see a video from him saying speak up for Lee and it turns out that she had suicided in March 2021. She was a beautiful vibrant 27 year old Canadian woman who had traveled the world who had made so many friends who just had this inner light shining out from her. And despite all the love around her, the tributes were amazing. She was in a new relationship. She had family. She had friends. She had a purpose, it seemed. The 
thing that she struggled with was her self-love and she was very, very open and transparent about that. And then according to her dad who made a comment that there were some online trolls, people who were judging and bullying her online and that sort of tipped her over the edge. Now if these people who are on their keyboards making decisions on how they treat people not through the lens of love can have such a great impact on someone's life that they feel like they are better off dead than alive. Like that is just the most saddest, tragic human story. And so I really wanted to bring my voice to it, to give you a, a perspective from someone who has had tragedy in her life who still has challenges that could floor me, but they don't, who can be completely honest and say, I've never had a mental illness diagnosis. So I'm not speaking from experience. I'm speaking from my perspective. But I think that I feel intuitively that if we were only taught from a very early age that self-love is what, we project out onto others then life would be completely different because we are this blank computer when we are born we are not programmed at all now there is a whole nother part of this conversation where i could talk about generational inherited beliefs and emotions and past life inherited beliefs and emotions and there is that as well but I just want to bring it down to simplicity for today's conversation. So we're born as much as we can as a blank computer without any programs and for the first eight years we do not have any say or any ability to disallow these programs that other people are programming our computer with. They can be beliefs, they can be values, they can be emotions, they can be traumas, tragedies, the whole thing. And because we have no conscious mind that analyzes and can stop these things from dropping into our unconscious mind, we're just like this big sponge, this blank computer that gets programmed by everyone else around us. And so then as we grow older and then we do have an analytical mind, all of those things, that, those programs are very much embedded already. And then we add other programs. And often those other programs come from external sources, from people telling us things that we take on as our truth. Because we're not taught to have that fortitude of self-love, that fortitude of self-acceptance and being bold and ballsy and just who we are, being authentic as who we are. And so as we grow older and we go through life, we become a patchwork of all the other people around us and that becomes our identity. And this happened to me throughout my life. I've talked about being moldable by, especially in relationships, if I get into a relationship with a man, I would change my personality and my behaviours to their likes and their desires. Absolute bullshit. That will never, ever happen again, I promise you. So for the people who are struggling with mental health, these voices from the outside, these external voices are so loud that they drown out anything that they have going on on the inside that tells them that they are love, that they are loved for themselves, that they are loved by other people, that they are important, that they are valuable. 
it drowns all of that out. And that is the most saddest thing. And this suicide, I don't even know this woman, this young, beautiful, sparkly, full of life woman. I don't know her. I've just seen her on camera. And her suicide has really impacted me because she had the whole world ahead of her, the whole world in her hand, the whole experience of life ahead of her. Yet the demons were so strong, the internal demons and the external demons were so strong that she felt like she had no other choice. I believe that we always have a choice. But I believe that we're not taught that. I believe that we are so indoctrinated into our life to listen to what everyone else says everyone else thinks that we don't listen to our intuition our heart our god source which is actually telling us all the truth that is the only truth your only truth is what you feel in your body what it's telling you not what your neighbor or your parent or your best friend is saying to you so when we're forever looking for opinions or acceptance or external validation from the outside, we're getting everyone else's shit. And we're layering that on top of our true self. When I was on my little self-retreat a couple of weeks ago, this doodle came out of me. I have it in my journal, one of my journals, one of my multiple journals. And I started with a heart and I wrote next to it, true self. This could also be God our God self. And then above that, there were like layers of different things. There was comparisonitis, judgment, shame, all these different experiences that had been layered on top that looked a bit like a rainbow, but not your sparkly unicorn rainbow, like a, a shit rainbow, different shades of shit. And then on top of the the top layer was the person, was me, which was the life. So you become so separated from your true self, from your God self, and with all these layers of stuff in between. And so that when you walk through life, that lens, it's like those, those layers of shit are then projected onto your lens, and as you walk through life, you project everything through that lens onto life. And that's where the negativity and the anxiety and the depression and the shame and the guilt and the judgment and the comparisonitis and the blah, 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 all that stuff that takes you away, makes you separate from who you are and who your source is, your God source. So what I help like to help women do is unlayer themselves so that they come back to their true self. And that's what I have been doing so diligently over the last three years. But previous to that, I spent 18 years in those layers of shit, looking outside to heal myself, looking outside to make myself feel lovable, to accept myself. I don't want you to have to do that. 18 years is a fucking long time to be in a layer of shit, I tell you that. And now that I'm not, and now that I have the empowerment to know that things are happening in my life on the other side of my lens and I get to curate and create what that lens is, I get to do that. I get choice in that every day. 
I get to choose if I'm going to project through a layer and a lens of shame and judgment and maybe embarrassment and lack of compassion and non-acceptance or I get to choose if I'm going to do it through a lens of love, a lens of compassion and kindness because I have to be feeling that about myself in order to project out through the lens. So I have been cultivating this relationship with myself, the relationship of self-love and compassion and kindness and acceptance, all of those things so that when I interact with other people, that's what they get from me. They're getting that from me because that's who I am. I'm not pretending. I am just this person, this woman who is full of love for myself, for my life and gratitude. There's a really big piece of gratitude there. I'm currently sitting outside. The reason I came outside to record this episode was because I actually did start it down at the beach earlier, which is my favourite place to record episodes. However, I hit pause when a car went past and when I hit pause again to restart the recording, it didn't. So I'd spent (laughs) 20 minutes having a conversation with myself. So I came home and I thought, where can I sit that's close to nature? And I can hear the birds and I can feel the breeze and I can see the trees move and I can hear the ocean waves. And this is what is the closest to creation that you can get. And this is where the gratitude comes in. I'm so grateful for every bird, for every tree, for every wave, for every blue sky and the gloomy skies because I get to live this life. I get to have the most miraculous experience of getting to live this life against all odds. You know, my conception story is a doozy actually reminds me of the movie Risky Business when Tom Cruise in his undies and white socks and shirt goes sliding across the room. My conception story reminds me of that because my parents had six kids and six years later they decided that they better make this a permanent end to their family and so my dad went and had a vasectomy and for some reason either they didn't read the literature which seems weird or I was just super determined, I ran down that hallway and slid in, stuck my foot in the door and saying, hang on parents, you got one more coming through. And that happened after my dad had had a vasectomy. So my conception story is even more miraculous and it informed me in like a duality, two different halves. For the first 33 years of my life, I felt like I didn't belong. I wasn't meant to be here. I wasn't part of the family, blah, 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 all the bullshit stories that my mind was telling me. And then I had an absolute epiphany, thanks to Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I completely flipped. And now I know that I'm actually really meant to be here. Like it was the biggest reframe of my life. From one instant thinking, because I wasn't planned and because I was conceived after a vasectomy, I wasn't meant to be here. That was my thought process to, fuck that, I am definitely meant to be here. A soul was meant to come through and I found the way. And I came, I came here and I manifested this family. And the reason I manifested this family is because it supports me in my life to do what I need to do. So 
Miracles happen every day. And when you are grateful for even breathing the air on this planet, the more gratitude you have, the more you will receive, the more joy, calm, love you'll receive. It's an equation. I want to show you that if you are making disempowered choices or you're not even making choices, you're letting everything else around you dictate and you're at the mercy of your life. I want to show you that that is not the way it has to be. I've had enough shit go down in my life to know that I could be a blubbering mess on the floor and I'm not because I am here to lead the way for other women who've also had shit go down in their life, to stand up strong, shoulders back, chin up, being proud of taking space up in this world, being proud of themselves, being individually, autonomously proud of themselves. Nothing to do with partner, nothing to do with family, nothing to do with anything. Just you as an individual, as a woman, completely independent in your own thinking and your own heart. And it feels so liberating when you get to that point. Now, it's not finished. <laughs> There's always shit going down. I've got shit going down all the time. But I have the tools and I have the awareness to evolve past it, to let it pass, to find out what I need to learn from it, evolve past it. And while I do that, I know I'm being held, softly, kindly held by the creator, by God, knowing that I am always held. That faith, the faith I've always had that there's a perfectly ordered world for the last 26, seven years was actually a faith in something bigger, a faith in God. I just hadn't named it that. So this episode is dedicated to Lee, beautiful 27-year-old, glowing, fan life, entrepreneur, yogi, funny, fun, loved by her friends and family, didn't even know the woman one iota, but I am saddened by the fact that the demons that she was facing internally and externally through social media bullying were so loud that it drowned out all the beautiful things and all the love that she had in her life. So this episode is dedicated to her. And if you need some help in the mental health space and you don't know where to turn, please reach out and I will direct you to places, to people, to resources that can help you. You are not alone. We are all raging war against mental health because it is an absolute scourge and it's increasing. So from a mum, a grandma, a businesswoman, and most importantly, a woman, an independent, autonomous fucking woman who has gone through shit, hell and back, I want to send you my love. I want to send you my empowerment. Use mine. Borrow mine if you need. And just know that you are absolutely valuable 
and the space that you take up in this world is beautiful and I really want you to know that sending all of my love to you until next week lots of love Thanks for listening. I hope that you really enjoyed that episode. Remember that there is my new program called Manifest on Fire. And if you would really like to set your world up to serve you so that you are not at the mercy of life, that you are actually creating the life that you truly desire, then consider jumping into Manifest on Fire. All the details are in a link in the show notes, so check that out. And if you have any questions, please reach out and ask me. I look forward to hearing from you. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it. Remember, if it resonated with you, it'll resonate with others. And the more women that we can help to create the life that they truly desire, the better off the whole world will be. I'll be back again with another episode really soon. And in the meantime, I want to send you all my love. Take care. And until next time, bye from me. (laughs) 